0: My favorite part (laughs) is what's going on, everybody rings and rambles back from the holiday break on New Year's Day. Couldn't even give us this one off. Uh, how you guys doing? I am Kev Kelm. That is Nick Harkson over on the West Coast in California. If you're watching on demand or listening on demand on the podcast feed, thank you so, so much. Go ahead and give us a like on our YouTube channel, which has just cracked 90,000 subscribers. How about that? Yeah. Not enough people watching Rings of so so let's work on that. Please, 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 please. Uh, Nick, uh, how was your holidays? Good?
1: Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, you know, relaxing. Got to just chill a little bit. Take a take some time off. And
0: uh, how how, how hey, you put on some pounds? I always put on some pounds the house. Uh, A little I'm bit, you know. I, I, a, I I'm I a, a little I'm a little piglet. I'm a little piglet. <laughs> uh, people saying <laughs> uh, cough. We're waiting. We're getting to it. Thank you guys for being with us. We had a little bit of a delay. People saying 3:15. Yeah, we had to push the show back today. Uh, thank you guys so much for responding. I appreciate this. People saying is AJ Lee showing up? Yeah. So let's get into it. Uh, big reports coming into this week's Monday Night Raw. We'll cover a bunch of different things here, but we ask you slam the like button and get on screen with us with your best and worst wrestling things of 2023. Something good and something bad. All right. You have to you have to say both. I will not I will not allow you just to be negative, blindly negative. You must give me two things, two 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 two, two <laughs> things. All right. And we'll do that before the end of the show. And we have plenty of things. We will talk about those uncomfortable issues with AEW and Chris Jericho We will get to that within the show. I know some people will bring it up, so I'm not going to deny you that. Uh, We'll talk about the big news with AEW over the weekend. Of course, they have a new world champion and the Devil Reveal, all that good stuff. But let's get into what's going on here uh, within an hour, maybe, uh, with Monday Night Raw. WWE is on a hot streak, the holiday tour. Have you heard these numbers? They're, like, selling out everywhere on these house shows. Uh, They did their most profitable house show they've ever done at Madison Square Garden with CM Punk. Sold 15,000 tickets, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of hype though, because we find out Andrade wrestled on the pay per view <laughs> for all elite wrestling. He's a yep. former member of WWE, and it has been public for a long time that he wants to get out of AEW to the point where he's started fights with people backstage. I want to know what you guys are thinking about this. If you're watching live, if you're watching on demand, I still want to hear from your comments. I'll jump into you guys, by the way. If you watch on demand, if you're not with us live, that's fine too. Uh, but what do you think about this situation? Because Dave Meltzer saying it is like almost a done deal that he shows up possibly tonight on Monday Night Raw. I'm not going to say it's for certain because you know Dave. Dave is saying it's a very good chance. Big Papa Dave Meltzer saying it's a very good chance he shows up tonight on Monday Night Raw, and they've been teasing it. WWE's been teasing a former champion showing up on the show, so they're talking about a guy who was just on pay per view for their main competitor, their main rival, two three days ago, showing up on their television show. This is Monday Night Wars all over again, man.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. I love it. You know, I'm I'm happy if Andrade does show up tonight. I think that it would be a huge pop. Um, But, you know, it's he, he has publicly wanted out of AEW for a while. And I hear things are just getting ugly right now. Or they mm-hmm. have been the exit. And uh, that's never good. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm excited to see Andrade back over in WWE. I think it's going to be a good move. Unfortunately, had to go a certain way. Where do you plug AW. him in?
0: Because there's a, there's a lot of... there's a... I mean, I think that he, he could end up... Where do you plug him with... in, dude? Like, there's a lot going on right now. In, there's a lot. In WWE. You're hopping right in in a hard time.
1: Yeah, it is tough, but, you know, maybe he teams up, not teams up, but joins forces with, uh, you know, Santos Escobar and, and them and whatnot. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens, but... I do think it's a good move, and I and I think they'll find a spot for him. Either, you're, either way, you're, you're I,
0: seeing him on the heel side of things.
1: Yes, I do see him coming yeah. in on the heel side of things.
0: That's where you're see seeing it. him on the heel side of things, right? Definitely, definitely. All right, uh, people asking is the Rock possible return? Uh, well, I mean, we'll just talk about 2024 in general. I know everyone just freaks out about uh, just returns and stuff like that. The Rock is a possibility. He put some stuff out there recently that kind of alluded to. Uh, he did a charity meeting recently with some people and brought it up and uh, alluded. And he said he talked to somebody about it saying like, oh, yeah, I just talked to somebody about how I'm going to lay the smackdown on people in WWE and how that's going to play out <laughs> and just announced that his football league is merging. And that's going to happen right around the time of WrestleMania. <laughs> so they didn't use that to promote the launch of the league last time uh, he was supposed to do it. He publicly said that he said, yes, we were supposed to do me versus Roman. Uh, do they get to that this year? I think there's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, if you did that tonight, holy crap, I would not, if you had the rock come back and the Andrade story is the swerve. Number one news, you know, like number one trending story. You're getting, you're getting CM punk level traffic right off of that. Oh uh, yeah. I, I mean, I think with the rock, you really don't want to see it coming, but also I think him showing up at the Royal rumble would be wild. That'd be so nuts too. I think I would share. I would save him for the Royal Rumble, and I would do Andrade tonight. I would go with the safe bet. That's just my take. Just, just, just my take on this. Uh, people saying Andrade into the LWO as well. So I, uh, they're kind of, kind of with you on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what did you think of AEW? What do you think of the results coming out of that over the weekend? This is their uh, big show closing pay per view. Uh, well received show. There is a cloud hanging over this with the entire. Uh, Chris Jericho situation which is the next Story we will cover we will get into that but I do Want to talk about the wrestling results The guys yeah. who, guys and gals who went out there and, and Busted their humps and had some good shows I got to catch bits and pieces of it I haven't been able to watch the whole show because it's the holiday And everything um, but They chose a tough night to run they Still uh, did pretty well I, I'm just, went On a good show they revealed Adam Cole Bay Bay as The devil and Mike Bennett and his crew the Kingdom along with Ward Lowe are the, the masked men, it makes sense, yeah. long-term payout. This is a way to keep Adam Cole on television, baby, uh without being able to wrestle, Bebe. <laughs> <laughs> this is a way to do that. Uh, MJF looked terrified. And then they took MJF off, off the roster page on the AllLeatWrestling.com website. So everybody thinks, oh, he's leaving, you know, because the thing was he didn't have a contract in 2024, the bidding war of 2024. I, I think he stays with All the Wrestling. I know he's saying he didn't sign. I believe him when he says he didn't sign, but I think he agreed in principle to a new deal, and it's just a matter of, all right, we're going to figure out what that deal is. I'm not going to sign with someone. I'm just going to spend time negotiating with you. So I do believe him when he says he didn't sign a deal. I just don't believe when he's going to leave. Uh, I just don't think right now is the time to leave. But he was banged up dealing with injury, So he loses the title. Uh, The devil reveals themselves and influences the match. Samoa Joe is the new AEW world champion. How do you play it out?
1: Um, You know, I like it. And you did mention MJF is a little banged up. This gives him some time to walk away and heal up a little bit. But it also adds that speculation with taking him off the roster. You know, so I I like it. It gives a little storyline there. And then, you know, Samoa Joe, after he won the championship, going into the presser, just calling out everybody like, Adam Page, I'll whoop his ass any day of the week. You know, I I love it. I I, I love the whole presser that they do afterwards and Samoa Joe just bringing that attitude. So I'm, I'm
0: with it. <laughs> uh, and good for Joe. Guy's been yeah. in wrestling for how long now? You know, I mean, he's been a world champion before. Uh, he did that in Ring of Honor. I know everyone says, oh, this is a big time. It's fine. Uh, but this is certainly the biggest title he's ever had for a major television promotion. This is the first time that uh, you know WWE never pulled that trigger with him, yeah, to make him world champion. So I mean, you got to say that uh, AEW is a better fit for him overall, even though AEW is a staunch number two right now with the business. The way you look at things, but I think going with Joe as a guy to chase, a guy you know you can have good matches with, a guy who doesn't have to wrestle that really fast pace. He looks like a badass. You don't look at him. And don't see holes in the act. You know what I mean? You know what you're getting. You get it from him. And he can do, uh, he has all the seasoning of a multi-tool player. He can do the character work. He can do the shenanigans and still be Samoa Joe at the end of the day. And you're going to have a lot of shenanigans. You're going to have to have a lot of like pieces moving around. Sports entertainment. Uh, You're going to have to have a lot of that to kind of keep up your game here. And, uh, you know, secure a new TV deal and get your quarter hours and all those other things. Uh, was the devil thing revealing, though, to you? I, I I mean, it seems logical. It was the best option. I mean, the other ones I heard that were out there, like, they went with Jack Perry and then the controversy with him. And um, Sean Spears was one of the guys under the mask, apparently, at one point. But he already left the company over the weekend. So... A lot of, Still a lot of stuff going on here that don't have right. anything to do with the matches and everything like that. We had Miro and Andrade wrestling on this pay-per-view and now yeah. we're still talking about one of them showing up at the competition. And Miro apparently is somebody that wants to get out of AEW as well. Uh, so, I mean, you, you, perceptions are starting to become reality, right? I mean, you got to deal with the problems there, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, the, the whole Andrade wrestling this Saturday and then possibly coming over tonight <laughs> that's that's just crazy to me but you know business is business and Miro another former WWE guy it's it's funny to know that he wants out as well so I don't know man it's it's crazy to see this all happening and unfolding right now but like I said it's it's part of the business
0: I mean it's also worth noting you know, Andrade is talking to some other promotions and there's been some rumblings of him doing some other stuff with other promotions Mm -hmm. around you know but i mean yeah tony khan say it over the weekend yeah it's it's amicable split then why put him on the pay-per-view you know what i mean like like, am i wrong to bring that up like if you knew he was leaving is the idea that's like that's the part of me that thinks like why put him on the pay-per-view there are so many things they're doing right now that like this makes complete sense this makes no sense you know what i mean like this makes no long-term sense if you knew going into that pay-per-view that he wasn't going to be with the company in a month. Why are you giving that spot to somebody who wants out the door? Is it just yeah. to send the clue to people like, hey, if you leave the company, this is how you leave the company. I can understand that. But now you're really putting the cart before the wrestling horse here, you know, to some degree. I, I think you got to play your cards right and go with the hands you got. I think it would have been better if they went with somebody who's going to be there on Wednesday. Not somebody I, who's going to be on Monday at Raw tonight.
1: Yeah, I I completely agree with that. You know, that's not a shot at Andrade. You know
0: what I mean? That's just, yeah, it's the way things are working right now. And this is the competition you want. Like, this is kind of like what you're, this is the competition you guys want. You're going to get it. And then it isn't me being like, oh, pro WWE or anti AEW. It's just like responses, man. You know, contracts come up, people compete, people get upset, attitudes. You got to balance all that. Uh, I mean, and then you, then, and do we get into the Chris Jericho thing? Do we get into the Chris Jericho thing? How, how much how much do we want to touch this?
1: Uh, you know, we I don't really know. You know, it's, an, it's an uncomfortable topic. It, right? it is a little uncomfortable. And um, you know, Chris is putting his work over the years. I don't know, it's it's really nothing set in stone right now, but it is concerning. So yeah, yeah definitely yeah, I concerning.
0: mean it's concerning to say the least. So to put exactly. this into full perspective, um, this may take a while for full call. Con- I tried to explain this to somebody who doesn't follow wrestling at all. And they're like, this all roots from Stephen P. New he is a lawyer that represented Chris Jericho and a steal. and their exit from AEW after the still we're talking about it. Brawl out from 2022 backstage at the AEW all out pay-per-view uh, since then CM Punk came back, did some stuff with Jack Perry, got in a fight with him. He got fired. The fight though, from 2022, that one was nasty. Okay. Uh, and that involved executive vice president of the company. Apparently, Stephen P. New puts out uh, that, they, that if you sign with AEW, that there is a non-disclosure agreement that you have to sign through your handbook as an employee. A lot of companies have these. You know, a lot of companies. You've probably worked with the company and you have to sign those too, Definitely. depending on what it is. And this is one of the things that covered that. Now, he says that, then Jericho mouths off at him. This is all going back and forth on Twitter. This is public. You can see this. Some of this may be deleted, but you can easily find these screenshots. They're not hard to find. This is Chris Jericho, one of the most popular wrestlers, who put them on the map when he, when they started about five years ago. Five years ago this week, they officially launched. Um, so while all that's coming together, uh, Stephen B. says, yes, you do have a handbook, and you, you definitely have signed this, or you're around this, unless you're not observing it, we can figure it out. If a lawyer says we can figure it out, doesn't that sound a little aggressive to you? Like, if a lawyer says we can figure it out, doesn't that strike you as provocative language? Right? And this is me taking Chris Jericho's side. Just when I hear that from a lawyer, I'm I'm a little like, whoa, okay, are we going there? You know what I mean? Like, are we are we going to get into a legal mess here? Yeah, <laughs> like 4:20 a.m. on Christmas, Christmas. Jericho writes like a novel long Twitter. Like one of those Twitters where it's like somebody's really, I'm still calling it Twitter. You're not going to get me to call it X. It's not going (laughs) to happen. He writes this really, really long one. And he says, "Ah, I've never signed an NDA. I don't follow one. He alludes to that. And he calls them just all these disparaging names. And you're just trying to do something clever for your clients. He's represented Chris Jericho. He's represented CM Punk, A-Steel. He's represented some other wrestlers. He is a guy who supports wrestling Stephen Peneu. He's a big sponsor for Jim Cornette's podcast, which has been very negative to AEW. Say whatever you want, right? Uh, but he also represented somebody in like amicable ways. And, and I've heard an interview with him where he described like, yeah, there's been many times where I've represented some people on like uh, trademark agreements and stuff like that. He was involved in like the Yeet thing. There was an yeah. independent wrestler who had the Yeet name who was using it. And then they challenged WWE and they figured something out with it. So, they go back and forth. Now, enter Nick Housman, House of Wrestling. Uh, To be clear, I know Nick very well. Nick is a very uh, above-the-board guy in all of my dealings with him. Uh, I am friendly with him. I don't mind saying that and and clearing the air and everything with that. Uh, And Nick enters the conversation, and and he says, what about the NDAs you get other people to sign? steams the ball into a whole different direction with social media. And there's other people separate from Nick, by the way, that are bringing up different things from the Me Too speaking out movement of about four or five years ago, which started with what, four years ago? I'm thinking about a lot of that was going on four years ago. Yeah. There was, a, screen, there. was a screenshot of somebody saying like, how many people, how long until we hear some, someone say something about Chris Jericho? Yep. And that was liked by former AEW wrestler Kylie Ray. Mm-hmm. Kylie Ray signed with AEW right at the beginning she was one of the initial signings of women she was featured I believe on one or two shows at the most one for sure I know she was in a multi-woman match and then abruptly left the company citing mental health and then wrestled for impact wrestling and then left the company also citing a mental health issue and I wish everyone health in this i mean that seems like a cop out or something like that but it's the truth but i also want to be very very clear on how i say these things and i've been going on for five minutes now to explain this but it's very important that you guys understand all of this and that that there's no um because there's so much gray stuff with it there's so much we don't know so basically the illusion and and, and nick added even more to this uh, uh in a response to mjf putting on an article MJ for an article for the Players' Tribune. And he kind of praised Chris Jericho for really helping putting the company on the map uh, and all these different things. And then Nick Nick challenged that and made allusions to Jericho being in a position of power and not being responsible with the power and brought up some other names. The clip is out there. You can see it. It's on the Rumor and Innuendo podcast. Um, These are things... The, the, I know a lot of people go off on Nick about this. These are the things I like heard, but didn't hear more about just because I'm hearing them. Doesn't mean I'm saying that they're flat out true, that they're the same as saying something like all these different things. And I'm not saying that to be a cop out. Cause there's just so much we don't know, but it doesn't feel good. You know what I mean? Like there, there's just a perception that's being said in here that doesn't feel good. And I, and I, and I know some people say, I'll oh, take a side in the issue and all these different things. So, all that happens before the pay-per-view, it certainly affects the tag team match, the six-man tag team match that oh, Jericho's yeah. in with Sting, Darby Allin. Um, and, you know, you have people booing him and stuff like that when he got out to the ring. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Tony Khan does the, I believe it was like over 90 minutes press scrum after yeah. the show. <clears throat> Talked to some people who were working on the press corps on that, and they were... Very, very tuckered out after that. So the issue uh then was, was AEW's president Tony Cum will do these press scrums and he will go on the record. And he went on the record and he was asked about it categorically three times. Uh, and he basically said that he wouldn't respond to unsourced internet rumors. You know, and you don't have I mean you don't have a lot of people going on the record with this thing. So so, I, so, there is that clarity, and I need to say that for journalistic ethical reasons and all the different stuff, but it just doesn't feel good or look good, and, and it's just another layer of this onion of things in AEW that just – and I don't want to make it about AEW because it's about individuals and individual yeah. choices and, and different things like that. Uh, and I'm not saying that I don't – I'm not saying I disagree with what Nick, Nick is putting out there because it's very, very challenging and very, very – um hard things to bring up so i i admire that um and i want to see what happens next with this yeah but but tony not responding and saying yeah this this happened this is this has been discussed with he just said i won't respond to that we we have the best safety record yeah and it was it put more of a spotlight on it you know, and and, and it, yes, you are in that position where you have to respond. And he was wearing like uh, Tony. Tony Storm was on the press conference, and she, uh, I got to see the main event. It was a good show. And then this press conference, and then he puts he puts the hat on. Uh, he's having fun after the pay per view. All right, that's fun. But then you're asking this. You're being asked this very very serious question. Yeah. And he's wearing a hat and these sunglasses, and it's just like tone deaf isn't the word. And then the response is like that. It yeah. just not a good look. No, no. And and I I don't want to be the guy who like bangs a gavel and judge judges how somebody responds to that, but considering the circumstances, you know, and, and everyone has their back against the wall and they're trying to negotiate a new TV deal. This isn't good either. You know, this is not a good look. Uh, the way you respond to it, just take the hat off. All right. Hey, I'm going to say this. This is what it is. You know, even it just, I don't know. You know, I I I'm just I'm laying it all out there and it and how it makes me feel as a fan and someone who covers wrestling and it it makes me pretty uncomfortable. Pretty uncomfortable to say the least.
1: I would have to agree um it's a very uncomfortable situation and yeah, just Tony to me could have handled it a little bit more professionally. It is a very situous sorry, very serious situation. Yeah. And um yeah, it's just like before the pay-per-view Just all the story comes out Friday into Saturday. Yeah, it's it was it was huge news, and I remember you know seeing the tweets and then seeing Kylie Ray put the heart emoji underneath and everything, and yeah, it was just it was shocking, very shocking to hear that too. You know, growing up, somebody puts an
0: emoji on something, and that's like lighting up the world. And I don't want to simplify because it's such a serious, serious issue it is making those type of allegations and the gravity of them and the impact they have on people's lives is extremely serious. Uh, Yeah. But there, I'm talking about this in the most centered way where I don't want to go off the handle. Uh, You know what I mean? And I, I I just, I want to know, I want clarity. I want truth on this thing. Yeah. I want, I want the truth. And if the truth is one or the other, I want to know what that is. And I think any fan who spends their time and money uh, wants to know what the truth is, and I, 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 don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, I don't. There's nothing wrong with wanting to know what the truth is in this, in this case. But if there is indeed an NDA, the truth then becomes a murky thing, and a, and a debatable thing. So, yep, definitely. Uh, and, I'm with uh, you. Yeah. So. <laughs> Oh, boy. (laughs) So you want to talk about wrestling again? Yeah,
1: we got that out Uh, of the way.
0: Yeah, we got that one out of the way. Uh, Sorry. I I didn't mean to bring that up and and, and sour everything, but I just wanted to lay out all of the facts with it as much as I can. There are some things I went over and I paraphrased, uh, and I don't want to – I hope I handled that the right way is just what I'm saying. And if I didn't, be mad at me. Uh, You know, this is more of a chat show. We're we're loose. I don't work with notes on this show. I kind of work with what I just read. Yeah, and and kind of shoot from the hip there, but I did want to. I hope I handled that correctly. And and if you or anyone you know have dealt with those issues, uh, uh, that are, include sexual misconduct, I, I I know people myself who've endured that, and it is an awful, awful, painful experience. Yeah, it, it, on a wave of different severities and all these different things, and uh, how that is dealt with and penalized is uh, a challenging process to the whole thing. So. I feel for people in that in that circumstance. So we will transition over to talking about the world of pretend fighting that is pro wrestling at the moment. I know that's a challenge here, uh, but before we do, uh, thank you guys for jumping in. I appreciate that. I, I also appreciate you guys for being civil and not just shooting off the. Because I saw a lot of discussion about this on uh, on just the cesspool pockets of wrestling fandom. Because there were some some people getting really really outlandish with this and turning into an AEW WWE thing, and it's it's not that is not what this is about. We can we can do that with matches and who are the best match of the year and all that fan stuff. You know what I mean? The stuff where they have to fight for our attention and time and money in these two companies. That's fun. I have fun reporting that. That is great fun to follow. Yes. So, um, but this. It is not, but I don't mind covering a serious topic here. Uh, Let's get back to the one at hand. Who's going to show up on Monday at Raw? Who are those big returns? Uh, You guys are responding to the topic here, and I I love you guys uh, responding to it, and I want to know how you're feeling. Get your comments on screen if you guys are with us uh, live. Uh, To the people on demand, I will be talking to you as well. You can also hit us up on the Twitter at SKWrestling underscore. Get up with that underscore. in There some people go to the the faky ones. All right, let's get to your comments here. You want to get some comments, buddy? Here we go. Uh, in terms of big returns, people want to see the Rock and Cena. I could see Cena doing one if he gets a little pocket in there. Don't know if you get a full match from the Rock, though, coming back makes complete sense for this year's WrestleMania. I think they're gonna pull it all, all of the different things. This is the first WrestleMania under the new ownership of TKO is WrestleMania 40. It's a big, solid, even number, you know. Uh you think you get both Rock and Cena before WrestleMania, sometime after?
1: Ah man, uh, that would be amazing to see both of them. I know mm-hmm. that John Cena did just release that video where he doesn't know the next time he's gonna wrestle again. Mm-hmm. But The Rock, I mean, I I would love to see that, and I think that that was be- closing on
0: The Rock doing this. Man, I mean, he's he's a guy who's up there. He still looks great. Yeah, still uh, moves fairly great. We got to see that in September. Uh, and I think he would be able to wrestle a smart match. The match with him and Roman is special. It's such a special, special thing that fans have wanted for such a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, Like I was saying earlier, you have him come out at the Royal Rumble. He doesn't need to win it. Uh, And you have him come out at the Royal Rumble and you just bring the biggest movie star to WWE. You know, and have this guy do everything he needs to do to market the relaunch of his football league. And and some people said, Oh, Black Adam wasn't a big hit movie. It was fine. It did well overseas. Yeah, lost some money, but he still got to do it. And some people said, Oh, he's gonna do this to rehab his career and blah blah No, no, no. <laughs> he he's put it out there. I want to do this because I wanna do this and it works. Yeah. Uh and I, I kind of believe with him. He's enough, he's a powerful enough guy that, yeah, that was the case. Uh, but you know. Cena came back because the writers were on strike, or the actors were on strike, rather. And now yeah. that's kind of calmed down. So we'll see how it goes here. Uh, people telling me the Lions got cheated. Do you agree that's with right. that? Right. Did, Did you see that Lions game? You think they got uh, cheated? Uh, you people know, looking at your Lions hat, they got <laughs> to get your stuff in there. I'm a, I'm a diehard Lions
1: fan. I don't even want to talk about that game. How bad <laughs> was that, dude? <laughs> so was...
0: you have to report. Tell me the rules here. So um. they come out for this play. They score this touchdown. They have a like a linebacker kind of break from the line. They do a trick play. Yeah, and they they would have beaten the Cowboys. Would have made the playoffs, right? When they would made the playoffs, well, or at least won the division. There, they so won the they, division, right? Didn't the Lions they, already win the division? Yeah,
1: they won the division. They're in the playoffs, but this was they would have got a better seed, and so, oh, you know the
0: seed, yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, anyways, you know, I was, mean, if it
0: cost them a playoff spot, I'd be like outraged, you know. That. Right.
1: It, it is, it does make a difference as far as home field advantage goes. You know, if they would have got the number two seed, they could potentially play another home game, so it
0: matters. But it's yeah, a ton of money. they got cheating. <laughs> it, That's a ton of money. Yeah, lost. yeah. uh, I mean, if, you, if you're a Lions ownership, I guess you're really mad. I mean, if you're a Lions fan too, our very own uh, one called Mona, she was losing her mind about that on, on Instagram, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Mona. Uh, you live in the city that used to be a city, Detroit. Good for you. I'm teasing and <laughs> making fun. I'm from Chicago. I have to say that. Happy New Year, y'all. Thank you, Jason. Happy New Year to you, dude. Happy New Year. He calls Happy himself New the Year. next Kobe. Uh, good luck. Good luck on that, man. It's a, it's a, lot, to, it's a lot to compare yourself to. Uh, Rob, in terms of the big returns we could see in WWE, of course, we expect Andrade to show up sometime soon in WWE. That is the report from Big Papa, Dave Meltzer. I don't know why I report. I said his name like he's a, he's like a, a guard. <laughs> in the NBA in the 90s. The man in the middle. Dave from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Love it. Uh, he says MJF, I'm at Raw. I don't think MJF is leaving AEW. I re- if he left, dude, He if he left, how Ooh. bad would that be, dude? How bad would that be? Oh, man.
1: That'd be so crazy. I don't even know what, like, uh, AEW would be in some deep water right there if he left. Yeah, it'd be
0: be yeah. interesting to say the least. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just don't see it. No. Other people chiming in here. I've heard this one start to ramp up because people said former world champion uh, John saying Batista feeling the effects of the writer strike. They always come back. Money talks. Well, the thing is, the writer strike ended a long, long time ago, like months ago, and the actor strike ended a long, long time months ago. So you got to follow your news there, buddy. Simple Google away, though. Uh, but John, I understand what you're saying, and a lot of people said Batista because uh, he didn't get to do the Hall of Fame induction. You know, yeah. and they did that Hall of Fame where there were no fans there. They did that, like, was, did they do one or two? They did, like, one. That they combined together right. over the two years of the pandemic. Yep. And we got no Hall of Fame induction. I think it was, there was like, NWO and Rob Van Dam and Eric Bischoff and the Bellets. It was like, big names. Big names. All did their Hall of Fame with no one there. And it's one thing to do the pandemic wrestling with no one there. But Batista said, no, I want to do these fans there. And then everyone expected it in LA. And then they went with Rey Mysterio. Yep. is a big name induction, they didn't have him. I was at the Rey Mysterio induction. It was awesome. I loved it. I loved his speech. Uh, I thought Conan gave a great speech. Uh, but if Batista goes in, he's the main guy. I can see him going in in Philly, in Philadelphia, and being, if they have him come back and like he comes back on Monday at Raw and they announce it, that'd be a cool way to announce a Hall of Fame induction. Not just have true. like, hey, because usually they just do a video package, right? Yep. That would be very
1: cool. I think that would be. The best way to do it especially you know since that pandemic thing happened but uh yeah if, if you're going to bring Batista back and, and do the whole induction do it that way that would be really cool I I, I would like to see something like that but I do want to comment real quick on the Ray Mysterio induction that you were there I love the fact that Dominic did you, Mysterio, go to, cause you were
0: in LA right did you go to that yeah,
1: one I didn't go to the induction I, I wanted to but I, I didn't make it to the the induction but I did watch it, and I love the fact that Dominic Mysterio still stayed in character and was just kind of <laughs> like, oh, deadbeat, dad, I can't believe this guy's getting
0: inducted. But, he got up uh, in the speech and walked out.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was, I love it, dude.
0: It was the best. Uh, <laughs> protect the gimmick. Protect the gimmick. I yeah. love it, man. I love it. I'm absolutely appreciating it here. Uh, Johnny, give me more. He says, uh, he, he said it multiple times, he he wasn't coming back. Never say never in wrestling. Uh, but yeah, But the thing is, he did do his final match. Whoa, like... 2019? Uh, 2000, yeah, he did like yep. his last match with Triple H at WrestleMania. I don't think he needs to wrestle again. I, no. I, Batista's up there, too. He's like north of 50, but looks great. You know, still looks really, really good. Just did all those Marvel movies. I think he did his last Drax movie, he kind of said. Like, I don't I don't think I'm doing Drax again. He was in Guardians of the Galaxy. So huge franchise stuff. Yep. Uh, I see him getting into maybe movie production and other things on the other side of the camera. Uh, I, I, he'll stay in active in entertainment. I just don't see him wrestling again. I just don't. I mean, he's Triple H's boys. Triple H is WWE now, you know, so something there. Um, But while we're on the topic of Hall of Fame, yeah. Can we just talk Hall of Fame talk? Because this is like the time of year. It's about, it's about that time where, where you get into Hall of Fame. There's there's names of people that haven't been in the Hall of Fame yet. And uh, maybe we cover this next week. Should this be a topic yeah. for you next week? Let's Should cover it this week? week. Let's cover yeah. it. Next week. We're getting close well, let's, to Raw. Let's hold it off. Let's, hold it off. let's, let's, let's tease him. Let's <laughs> tease them with that. If you're joining us late, we covered a lot of different topics. The future of MJF in AEW, him losing the world title, the devil reveal, uh, who's coming back to WWE in 2024? Because there could be a name this week here on Monday Night Raw. We can find out who that is. Yeah. Uh, people saying uh, the return of the monster, Braun. Yeah, Ma- Braun is on the shelf. Braun just did an interview with us, by the way. He was over at Sony 10 in India with our home base of team there. Shout out to Raju and the whole team of guys there uh, That where he's kind of doing the promotional tour of WWE on Sony 10. A big media relationship. Their second biggest media market is India. So, I mean, he's out there just promoting stuff and doing that. And they'll do that with injured talent who can go and travel. Charlotte will do this before she comes back after the knee injury. Just so, a no matter when he comes back, he had a very serious neck injury. So, I mean, he's a big boy. Big boy. Bigger you are, the harder you have that injury, I think the longer it's going to take to get back. But if he popped up at the Royal Rumble, I think that'd be a pretty cool spot for him to come back in, don't you think?
1: Yeah, I I think that they're going to come with a few different surprises they here can at use Royal somebody Rumble. somebody like
0: him too. They oh, can yeah. use like a big man. They don't, I mean, they have almost, but almost has been like he fell off the face of the earth, yeah. right? And it's like, uh, and him, yeah, that would make sense. It makes yeah.
1: sense. We're missing that monster in, the, in WWE and what? Yeah, big man. Know, exactly. Where
0: he used to be the big man territory. I was coming in there <laughs> yeah. under 250. What's going on?
1: Yeah. Well, this is where
0: the big boys play. <laughs> WCW in the 90s, someone's going to scream at me. Uh, Nick, if they want to follow you on the Twitter machine where do they go?
1: At nharksen24 that's at n-h-a-r-k-s-e-n 24, mm-hmm. yes,
0: that's where you can find me uh, You can follow me at Kev Kellum on the Twitter machine I still call it Twitter, we'll not give that up On the Instagram at Kev Kellum 6 uh, and uh, you can hear me on Q101 Q101 Radio, uh, the, the alternative rock radio station in Chicago. Uh, I'm not too far from there, actually. Uh, so uh, definitely go check out the stuff I'm doing at Q101. We have a lot of awesome stuff. You can listen to us anywhere. Great alternative rock music. You like Nirvana. You like Beastie Boys. Uh, you like 21 Pilots. Go check it out. It's on the iHeartRadio app. Also, you can listen to us on that app. If you just don't like watching the video and you just want us on in the background, go ahead and subscribe to the Sports Kita podcast feed all on one feed. Vince Russo every single week. Bill After every single week. We just dropped an interview with AJ Francis' top dollar. Holla, holla, holla. Uh, him talking about his WWE exit. Teddy Long! Speaking of holla, holla. That's all on one feed. Uh, you can also get those full shows on the Binge YouTube feed. Now, Nick, you and I have been voicing some some videos here over on the sports keto Wrestling YouTube uh, channel. Besides yeah. me burping. Uh, popping off. We've had some really, really great videos. We did a great deep dive into the Von Eric's recently with the release of the Iron Claw movie. Go see it. It is a very, very hard, emotional movie to watch though. And uh, some really, really great ones looking into what's going on with CM Punk and the Royal Rumble and his Royal Rumble history. And we kind of break it down and how something could happen with that. We have some really cool videos coming out in terms of fantasy bookings for some other big bank on it uh return yeah. that could happen with WWE uh-huh. 2024. All right. So all the promotional stuff aside, thank you guys so much for standing by us here with the Rings and Rambles. So if you're watching and you watched this far, a simple, simple thing you can do is hit the like button. It helps with this whole algorithm thing, right, Nick?
1: Oh yeah. Hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, share it with all your friends and family. Mm-hmm. Do the things that help
0: us out. Nick, what uh what personal things in that background would you would you give to someone that they if they liked? like oh <laughs> you have a bunch of stuff that i want behind
1: you <laughs> i don't you know over <laughs> dude
0: right over the left shoulder
1: yeah you know i that's these these guys they were my my favorite growing up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a yeah talking animal you know so uh i don't know if i'm willing to part with any of this stuff but uh, dude, talk about a <laughs>
0: butt mashing game that was the yes. WrestleFist game, right? That, that's what that throws yes, from over right over your left shoulder. Yeah, uh, and uh, every time I played that game, my wrist would just like I would just I would be like, "Oh, what happened? <laughs> yeah, oh, I was taking on an earthquake." And then you—that was the game where they always you had to put more coins in yep. to keep going. So yeah. when I got <laughs> to was. play it at a video uh, great arcade outside of Chicago nice. called Galloping Ghost, if you just love classic arcade games, go there. It is well worth the trip if you coming to the Midwest. Make a point to stop there. 15 bucks flat down, all the games are free play. You don't have to put ah. coins in anything. So you really just get your money's worth, right? And I remember playing that game and being like, I can finally beat this game because I don't have to put coins because <laughs> it wasn't good enough to just beat it on my own anyway. Yeah. Uh yeah. So that's what wrestling is. You the the thrill of youth that you never give up. <laughs> uh, all right. So thank you guys so much for helping us uh, get back from serious issues with with silly, silly wrestling issues as well. Uh, appreciate you guys so much uh supporting everything that we do. Go ahead and like the video. Go ahead and support the video. Go ahead and support us. Maybe we do more rings and rambles throughout the week. Uh, next yep. week, we'll talk about our predictions for 2024. Started the show, though, with best and worst things. Best thing? For me? Business thing? I think TKO buying WWE was the best option. And the companies that could buy it. But they're the best one. Worst thing? Worst thing? Fans ain't giving up this BS on social media of the companies having to destroy one another, and I don't think that's healthy. If you want one to be destroyed, uh, but that's just my quick take. And give me a quick take there. Give me quick. Give me a quickie. Best and worst. Just quick. Uh, top of your dome. I mean, my uh, my.
1: Let's see. Best best wrestling thing for me this year. I would have to say go to WrestleMania. Uh, check that one off off the bucket okay. list. Finally, There's was your to- first Mania. That was my first Mania. Yeah, so, first one's uh, always awesome. Yeah, so that that was absolutely great for me. And then uh, I'll, I'll have to agree. Just all the negative feedback from fans fighting back and forth on, on the Twitter. I'm just trying to go in there. We're just exposed to it, though,
0: because it's yeah. like our gig. <laughs> you know, like we have yeah. to see it. Exactly. So I mean, maybe, maybe this is just a personal work complaint. But it's also Probably. like, I'm, I'm angry about <laughs> internet, <laughs> yeah. internet stuff. But it's it's part of the gig. Yeah. Uh, what's your best and worst of wrestling? Let us know in the comments below. Thank you so much. Remember, when watching wrestling, in Joy Wrestling.